I'm going to introduce you today to a guy that I'm happy to call a friend. He's a boy from regional New South Wales that as a young bloke had his sights set on the bright lights of the big smoke and playing dreams for his beloved mighty Sydney City Roosters. Today, he's ahead of his own painting company and employs approximately 15 staff and several contractors. He's a community-minded guy and he also now sits as the president of the Master Painters New South Wales. I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I enjoyed recording it. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Painter's Domain Podcast, a podcast where we discuss everything from business to the brush. We really appreciate you joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to educate us how we can all learn, live and thrive off each other every day by sharing our know-how through our conversations. Hopefully, we will impart some knowledge that will not only help your business grow, but you personally as well. Of course, if we talk about anything legal, taxation, HR, insurance, finance, or anything about the operation of business, any information we provide in this podcast is general in nature. And you should seek independent professional advice about your own specific situation. Painter's Domain would like to thank podcast sponsor, Business Insurance Cover Services. Now, here's your host, Clayton Coglin. Well, thanks for that intro, Dave. Once again, I've taken the Like-Minded Painters, Painters Domain podcast on the road and we're finding ourselves in Sydney this time and we're talking with Danny Talbot from Talbot Services. Danny, do you just want to give us a bit of a brief about who you are and, and how you've got to where you are? Thanks for inviting me on the show and oh, where do I, how do I get to where I am now? That's a uh, long story. So let's start with where did you grow up? Mate, I grew up out at Picton, country boy, not 100% country, a lot of people sort of question that, but I grew up out there and then I moved to the city, the big smoke, and uh, I met a bloke named Peter Vavitas and he gave me a job as a painter. Right, okay, so how did that come about? It Was painting something you wanted to do or was it something you sort of fell into? Well, you know what, at the time, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew that I wasn't going to go into uni or anything like that, yep. and I was, I was looking for a trade. And I met this guy and, you know, he gave me a job and it's something where I really, really enjoyed and uh, he was a great, great teacher. So a great mentor. How, how long were you with him? Going by your age and yeah. uh, we're, we're very similar in age. You would have done a, a, a full four-year apprenticeship. I did a four-year apprenticeship at Ultima TAFE and I was with him for about nine years. Yeah, okay. So you stuck around afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And then where did you go from that? Did you go straight into your own business or did you... Yeah, I certainly did. So I've only ever worked for one, one, one boss. Gave him four weeks' notice. Yep. Uh, like he should. And <laughs> not many do that. But not yeah. many do that these days. So I did that. I started my own business. I think it was back in '97, I right. believe. Yeah. Right. So how how did you start that business? Like, were you subcontracting to people, or did you just literally have your own clients to start? I I literally had one client. And from there, just word of mouth, and this sort of never stopped. And that's how I sort of started my business, and I did that for a number of years, probably, you know, 10 years like that, just word of mouth all the time and just the next job after the next job. And, look, that was working for me, but I knew there was a bigger picture down the track. Yeah, okay. So with business, how did, how did you grow your business? How did you develop it? Yeah, well, a number of years ago, I, I, I knew that you had to have – 
to grow, you have to have other people involved in it. And so, you know, obviously I got a secretary and then we, you know, got a website involved and a few little things like that. But that can only get you so far as well. So just uh, recently we've got media people involved now and, you know, things like that. We've got more people, like sales people and more secretaries and stuff like that. And it's just grown over the years like that. So you see the value in investing in people around you? I think you have to to grow. I think you, you have to use the knowledge of other people. Just, totally. Yeah, and I think if you do that, you're, you're on the right path. You know, you, you can have the idea, you can have the vision, but if you don't have the support of the right people around you, it makes it very difficult. So although you can be clever in business, you can't wear the hat of everyone and have the knowledge that is really required to wear that hat. And so what I mean by that is like your marketing people, your HR people, you, even your secretary, you can't do everything and you, you will not, and I don't care who you are, you will not have the knowledge that if you hire those people individually just for that particular skill, yep. you just can't do it. Oh, I totally agree. And look, I'm still learning now. Like, I've, like I'm le- I learn every day. There's something else coming up and popping up and you just got to get the right support for that for that thing what, what's coming up at that time so I'm, yeah. I'm always looking for different people to come into the business to make sure we can grow in that right area yeah and what, and what do you do with staff how many staff have you got look we've got about 15 full-time i've had yeah. more people but i feel 15 really works for us at the moment but then we we subcontract out some other projects and that as well so but we still look after it as well we sort of so why do you subcontract that work out so is it for a skill set that maybe you guys don't have and so let, let's say wallpaper if you don't have guys that can wallpaper is that something that you would 100 yeah we'd subcontract that that, that out because it's look wallpaper is a thing where you don't get a lot of it these days and you need it's to be growing though it's a it growing is, market. yeah it is growing but you need to be doing it every day to be really good at it and especially and with efficient. the clients we deal with like yep. they want that top and and job so we have to deliver that and I tell you, it's been a long time since I did at the tech. <laughs> Same here. Either, to be honest, back when I still had a painting company, we were doing a lot of fit-outs for Michael Hill Jewelers. And yeah, sure. people probably don't realise because if you look at a Michael Hill Jeweler store and people will do this next time they go into one now. Mate, I'm going to. Yeah, the back wall is actually – it's painted, yeah. but you actually put on like a hessian wallpaper yeah. and then it's specified to be painted. Yeah, sure. Right? But you still got to get the joins right. You still got to get it perfect, yeah. and because they've got their project managers have just got an eye for detail. They come in and just crucify you if you get it wrong. But we would get someone in to do hang the wallpaper, and we paint it obviously. But yeah. we needed that skill set because, mate, as I say, well, you said I haven't hung wallpaper to be honest since I went to TAFE. Yeah, so it's been a long time, and most of my guys didn't have the skill set. And it's something that we saw almost pushed out of our trade. No, not pushed out, but it was going to be certain elements of the industry wanted to remove it as a core module of the Cert Three in painting and decorating and make it an elective. And I think if we had of huh. that, really would have removed a little bit of the craftsmanship that goes with our trade. Well, I'm glad they didn't because it look it is involved like it is a uh, core thing in our in our industry. So we yep. really do need it. Like and like you said, it is coming back in the fashion and yep. style and stuff like that. Yeah, look, had they removed it, I, I think we would have had a problem down the track. And guys, that like, let's be honest, I, I've just admitted that I haven't hung it since I was in TAFE, right? Yep. So I can't do it. Yeah. 
if we're not continuing to train young blokes coming through to be able to do it, oh, look, I can do it. Don't get me wrong. If I had to do it, I could do it. <laughs> but it's been so long, there's no way I'd be efficient and have speed to do it. And yeah. I wouldn't do it with the accuracy. So there's a guy in Brisbane, uh, Lee Wider, and yeah. that's what he specializes in. Yeah. And the guy is brilliant. There's a guy in Adelaide called Andy Shandley, and his work is amazing. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> that's a good name, I'm <laughs> telling you. That's a great name. But you should see his work. It's amazing, yeah. right? Some of the stuff that I've seen that he's done is incredible. But you know what? He specialises in it. Yeah, sure. And he's he's been able to craft his business around that. And, you know, there's guys that do marbling and wood effects and all that sort of stuff, and they were the other ones that they tried to fade out. But if it had been, it's yeah. just dumbing down the skill set of our industry, and I'm, I'm glad to see it hasn't disappeared either. Yeah, that's no, a good thing. So what is your market? So originally, it was just residential, and that's the, that's that's where I always went. And I and probably around about ten years ago, I sort of got in, involved in a bit more strata and 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 stuff like that. And which that's where we're really targeting at the moment. Look, really go hard on that sort of stuff, and yep. that's where we find where we can. I think our profit margins a little bit better at that sort of end. That's why we're aiming there. But we still do a lot, a lot of high end homes. Yep. So mainly in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. We do yep. a hell of a lot over there at the moment. Yeah, we're sort of making our mark over there. So we've gone from, I wouldn't say the, the lower end, I'd say sort of the mid sort of end, more to the high end residential and the strata as well. We do a lot of strata. How do you – okay, so, yeah, I, I get the strata part and you, you've just employed someone to help you with the strata. And, yeah, a sales you know, guy, yeah. Yep, with that relationship. Yep. How do you market yourself to – the high-end residential clients that you've got? Well, obviously, you use like designers. I've got a high-end builder, what we do some work with as well. Yep. But And then it's it's funny. It's just sort of when you get into that market, there's a lot of word of mouth as well. So yep. yeah, so we don't really look, market ourselves towards that high-end, but it's just something where we've sort of got there through the designer and the, and the high-end builder, and then word of mouth around the, around the community as well it brings us a lot of work. And community. Let's talk about that. Sure. I remember you and I first met. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. I've got grey hair now. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've got grey hair in here too. Yeah. But we met in Auckland at, yeah. at a Dulux accredited conference. Yeah, that's right. And I remember talking to you that night, and you're <laughs> laughing at me again. I hope I wasn't slurry. <laughs> No, you weren't that bad. But you were, we were talking about stuff you did with the community. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, we're doing a calendar to promote. What was that? What was that actually promoting? So, so that was calendar was called Bowman Blokes. We were promoting Queensland floods back then. So we gave money for the Queensland floods, even though we're in New South Wales. I seen an opportunity where I could help yep. in our community because we're pretty lucky here in Roselle, Bowman, and we yep. don't nothing really. You know, we haven't had any bad luck. So yeah. I could see that we could help the Queensland floods, and which we did, and um, we we raised oh, it was a fair bit. I think we raised about probably about five thousand dollars at the time, which is yeah. a fair bit, you know. And I think yeah, so we're pretty proud of that because you got some connections with some football players and that sort of stuff, and that, you had a couple yeah. of them involved in the yeah. Game, we right? had we had we had Lolly Dakiri, we had Steve Bisley, the actor, we had Adrian Luzumbo, oh, yeah. uh, we had Maddie Adamson, I mean Maddie. Oh no. No, Manny Adamson wasn't allowed by his wife, but me and Lottie DeCury both had our shirts off in the calendar. So it was a real, uh, it was a real crowd pleaser. Oh, oh easy, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but, you, but you're quite community-minded. Do you think that that's sure. helped you? 
in developing your business and, and having that influence around the community and, and knowing the right people. I, I personally think that you, whatever you give to community, the community give back to you. Oh, definitely. I think connecting with the community is a really important thing, especially if you want to expand your business in that area. I yep. think that's – if you do that, word of mouth with the community and if you can go out of your way to help in any way. We've, we've sponsored some stuff at a local uh, school as well, public school, and just if you go down that road of just investing your time with, with the community, that'll come back yeah. and help you in the long run. And I was painted as well in this uh, gallery, what we had like local uh, art show, and I was painted one of the faces of uh, Balmain, one of the 50 faces of Balmain. So that was nice as well. And I didn't even have to pay for the paint because no one wanted to buy it. So, uh, <laughs> you know. So I've got that. I've got that, and I think you've seen it in my house, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. the one in the hallway. Yeah, the one in the hallway. I know uh, the one. Yeah. With that cheeky grin. On it. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so if you were recognised though as one of the fifty faces of Belmain, you yeah. obviously had a bit of a bit of a standing in Belmain that you were recognised. Yeah, I, I was. So after the Belmain blokes calendar, there was another one. Um, some local business ladies came with an opportunity if they want to do a Belmain babes. So it was all yeah. local women, business women from from around the community, and I helped them a part of that as well. So, so using our branding, I helped with that. So they did a calendar as well. Yeah, they did a calendar as well and raised more money for a women's uh, refuge in the local area. Yeah, cool, cool. Business insurance cover services, helping painting professionals and small business owners get the right insurance covers for their needs. While each business may look the same from the outside, they know you need the right cover advice for your situation. Simply pick up the phone and call the team on 1300 268 371 or jump online at www.bics.net.au to find out more. Okay, Danny, so just before the break, I, I wanted to ask you something, so I'm going to get to it now. Tell me about your involvement with the Master Painters. You're now the president of the Master Painters in New South Wales currently? That's correct, yes. And so, and what was your role prior? Well, it's funny that. First of all, Therese got me involved in being a model for the, uh, for the brochures. What oh, she I, had I, and, yeah, I seen have that. seen that. <laughs> so I got paid $100 for that role. Um, that was a long, long time ago. That's when I had darker hair. Yeah, so I... I <laughs> I was going to say, and still had hair. Yeah, and still had hair too. Yeah, well, it is thinning a little bit, but you know, that's stresses of having a business sometimes. That's it. Absolutely, I'm yeah, hearing you exactly. Now, my role now, I've been on the board for a number of years. I think I served a couple of years without being on the board, just an active member, and then um, I've come into being on the board for the last probably, oh, I think, seven or eight years, and I've really enjoyed it. I really, really yeah. enjoyed that uh, the time there. I've learned so much from your own business and and because yep. you know it's funny you know don't think you, i really didn't do any many courses outside tafe when i was when i when yep. i left school yeah and you think oh your learning capacity is finished then you go into something like being a board member and they put this through courses and stuff like that and just listening to the other business owners who are quite you know they've you know, been there for a long time yeah but you're also seeing what what's really going on behind the scenes and, oh, yeah. and, and what's actually really involved in the master painters? Oh, 100%, 100% mate. You know what? There's a lot to be – lot what the members really don't see what we do behind the scenes and it's, and it's a fair bit there. No, no. I, I, look, I've said it through like-minded painters. I've said it a million times. You know, 
we've all heard people try and have a go at the master painters because they don't do this or they don't do that or they're useless or they, they say all sorts of things. The people who are saying that don't see the meetings that go on with government and, you know, the, the hours and hours meetings go on for and the, the length of time issues can go on that the master painter is there fighting and fighting and fighting for better conditions and better results for not just their members but the entire painting community, right? And when they are fighting that good fight, to hear people knocking them or having a go at them, no matter what state you're in, you hear it. Oh, 100%. And it's disappointing because at the end of the day, the master painters are our governing body for our industry. Mm-hmm. Love them or hate them, they are. And I think people should really get behind them and support them. If you, if you want a strong industry, it's got to have members of the industry that support the governing body because without those funds and, – and you hear people saying – you know, they, they don't do anything, you know, you, you pay them all this money and you get a sticker on your car. They need funds yep. to be able to survive, yep. all right? So by people not being a member obviously makes it harder for them to, to survive and yet they can only fight or only make as much change or only do certain things for members with very limited funds. Yeah, there's a lot of things there what we do – what people probably don't realise that, that aren't doing. So you just need to contact us. If you've got a problem, yeah. you come to us and we'll be able to solve that with you. So, yeah, you absolutely. Know, that, and that's that's what people don't do. Sometimes they just don't get involved. You know, they don't contact us or get us involved. Just need to get us involved and we will help you. Yeah, totally. And and, the, and there's so many different things that you can do to, to help members. You know, you've got pricing guides. You've got all sorts of things that 100%, you yeah. guys do. I probably find it a little bit disrespectful when people – just want to knock the MPA because you do a brilliant job. You know, look look at your awards nights. Yeah, you know, I, I, I go to the, your awards nights down here in New it's South Wales. Time, it's a great time. Yeah. And, you know, you guys have like Vince Sorrenti as your MC and well, stuff. Well, there's a story in that as well. Vince Sorrenti only became the MC after I MC'd it two years in a row. And I, you know, they wanted to get rid of you. Well, I didn't realize <laughs> you could make so much money out of MC. So uh, <laughs> I, I didn't charge him, you know, Lance. Uh, but we have got Vince Sorrenti, and uh, we're, we're looking at uh, maybe using him again down the track. So he, he was a great; he's been great for us. And, oh, I think uh, I've seen him once or twice. Yeah, he's been, I think he's done it a couple of times. We're looking to get him using him again. And Vince is a really good guy. He, I actually had him at my own Christmas party. He does a lot of different things, a lot of different events. Yeah, look, and you know, it's so the awards of excellence. Yes, I, I know. As we're recording this podcast today, the nominations for is it twenty twenty came out. Today, today, which is obviously we're, we're April 2021 at the moment, but because of COVID and all yeah. that sort of so stuff. So the finalists came out today. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think then, and then a couple of weeks down the track, we'll, we'll, you know, the winners will get announced. Yep. But which is normally at a big gala dinner and, and those types of things. And yep. it's something that's spectacular for the industry. I went to the Master Painters Awards in Queensland last year. Sure. Um, they haven't had them for a few years, but they had them last year towards, I think it was late October, early November, thereabouts. And, and it was a good night. And I, uh, like Night of Painters Australia, sponsor the awards over in Western Australia. So I, oh, I was excellent. over there for, for their awards. And they do a, a absolutely terrific job, the Master Painters and Decorators of Western Australia. And they, again, too, fight so hard 
Amanda and Gary and all the team over there fight so hard for the industry and I, I, I don't know. I, I just want to urge people to, to get on board and support them. Oh, look, and we're there for you and we, we have been down the track, like even with this licensing, we're there. We it, so the, All right, so the licensing in New South Wales two years ago? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, where they wanted to take licensing away altogether. Yeah. And a painter raised it with the Ray Hadley Morning Show and he contacted you guys. That's right. And you all just went into bat. Yeah, so the president before me, Robin, he yep. he he went in there and he went on the Ray Hadley show, and they really uh, they really got together and got united as a team. And Ray Hadley, we really got to thank him because he's got a lot of he's got a voice. Yeah, he's got a big voice as well. Hundred so, percent, he does. Yeah, so except for this podcast, is he's he's the only one else I listen to on radio. <laughs> so, but if it wasn't for Robin and Therese, yeah, and Therese, ta- yeah, ta- really. taking the the argument to him, yep. then it would have just fallen over. Yeah, look, I, I hadn't mentioned Trees up until up until you just did then, but she was there with Robin and, you know, Ray got it changed and we're lucky we've got a licence now for painters because if it wasn't for them in New South Wales, we wouldn't have one. And uh, we're very, very lucky because it's something what, if it's not there, it's over in 21. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and Victoria, they haven't had licensing. Sure. And anyone's been able to pick up a brush in Victoria, but they, this year, uh, introducing licensing yep. because they see that it's a necessity where here we're looking at getting rid of it, Master Painter stepped up and did something about that. And if we don't all stand together as a complete industry, I, I think that licensing around the country could be in threat one day. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree with you. So, so that's great that Victoria's really got on board there and you know, hopefully we can get all the states that way. Exactly. So, guys, I don't want to bang on about it, but seriously, reach out and support your local master painters in, in your area. All right, let's move on from that. Let's let's talk about something more light. Tell me about Danny. What 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 does he do when he's not working? When I'm not taking my shirt off in calendars. When you're not yeah. taking shirt off in calendars, that's right. Mate, I, I, I love touch football, been playing it all my life. Uh, but I, before that, I played rugby league. I really, really, was really heavily into that. I hurt my neck when I was about 30 years of age. I had to stop playing rugby league, which is, you know, that was hard, you know, when you don't. Yep. So then I went into coaching. I even coached uh, Cliffy Lyons in uh, 2003. Or I think he coached my side, what I coached. So, yeah, he played for us. So he played 5'8". Yep. I think he was just about two years out of retirement. And then after That's that, that's what about when he was about sixty-five. Then, yeah, he was about sixty-five. <laughs> no, I think he was about forty-one at times. So I think you've got to remember. He, I think he played till he was about thirty-seven. 38. He just kept going. Yeah, he kept on going. And, and that was freakish at that stage. But yeah. now you've got the likes of Cameron Smith, who just played until he retired at about thirty-eight. Oh, didn't oh, he? And he played a thousand games too, and so, he was still know. on the top of his game yeah, when he retired. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could have kept on playing. But you know, I think it was just probably just had it enough. It was a different era. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were they were elite athletes. Yeah, professional right. full time athletes now. Cliffy Lyons wasn't. No, that's right. But you look, you look at, um, you look at him. He didn't, very rarely got injured either. True. Yeah, he was, he was a freak, freak of nature. Yeah. You don't see that very often. No, no. So, okay, so coaching. So, see how I did that? I, and then I coached some junior reps at uh, Manly there, Manly Warringga. I enjoyed that, and but I don't support them. I'm a full-on rooster supporter. No, I, you are a mighty rooster I supporter. I did play flag for a couple of years, which is some lower grades for the roosters, and I enjoy watching them. I try to get to as many games as possible. I 
recently just went to the Anzac Day Clash, which you uh, joined me, and we oh, had a good time did. and a great time Anzac Day doing a bit of two up. And I, I knew I, you can't do that in Queensland, can you? No, we two up, so uh, frowned upon thing, even on Anzac Day. Uh, we supported down here in New South Wales, so uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. The game was great, so I, I like doing that. Apart from that, uh, you know. Just like doing the regular things, mate. Keep myself fit at the gym. Enjoy doing that. It's good for my mind. I, I try to get there before work. So probably at the gym at 5.30 and at the office at 7. You still doing CrossFit? I've got a bad knee at the moment. Look, I've given that up for a little while, but hopefully I can get back to it soon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mate, just in wrapping up, if you could give an 18-year-old self some advice, what would it be? Stay out of the pubs. No, I would probably say, got to have a go. Like... I've got to say, I really didn't believe in myself as a business person until later on in life, you know. Yep. The first 10 years, I just thought, well, this is all I can do. Now our business, is, we're, we're, we're really pushing in different directions and, and making the goals happen. So just believe in yourself, I think. I, I, that's, that's what I, I really didn't back myself when I was a bit younger, and I, I wish I did. So back yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. You you've got to make every every post a winner, and if you do that, I think you'll uh, you'll shine. And it's never too late. So if you want to have a go, just get in there and have a go and roll your sleeves up. Thanks for joining us on the uh, Light Minded Painters Australia Painters Domain Podcast. Ah, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks, Clayton. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Painters Domain Podcast. Make sure you visit our website, paintersdomain.com.au where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, and via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes. Or if you'd simply like to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in in a fortnight for our next episode. Thanks, Painters of Australia. Keep rolling. <laughs>